This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Happy Monday, everybody. It's a fresh new week. Pew, pew. I'm the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. We are all here. The gang is all here. It's been a minute. I'm very happy to see you both. Well, we're very happy that we're all back. It is so nice to be back. And I was gone for a good week and a half. Yes, you were. And I feel like I need a quick update from you guys on what I missed. But I want to also tell you about some really amazing pop culture moments I had in the Big Apple. Well, you didn't really miss much. So I don't I can't even think of anything that you missed that was like a big deal. I mean, there are headlines that broke over the weekend, which we are going to get to. Don't worry, dear listeners. We have a lot of conversation about some some breaking news that happened over the weekend. I'm just real glad that pop culture and Hollywood gossip waited for me to get back. So thank you to Hollywood. (laughs) Can I tell you a couple things that happened? uh, Yeah, you were in the Big Apple. What happened? So Okay, so really quick. Yes, hello. Start spreading the news. Um, I had a two-pronged trip. Our first uh, leg of the Lindstrom family vacation was completely boring to you guys, but quite exciting to us. We went to Cooperstown. Oh, fun. My younger son, it's Keller. Like baseball experience. It's a baseball situation. Yes, thank you. Uh, so uh, my younger son played in a term- tournament at Cooperstown tournament. Yeah. And uh, and that's kind of like it's a rite of passage. It's a really cool, awesome thing. It's something that, you know, oh, they work totally toward awesome. when they turn 12. They can do this thing if they make the right team, blah, blah, blah. It was fun. We had a great time. But the razzle dazzle happened in the second leg of our trip, which was that then we went to New York City and we spent about five days, four days. I don't know. Some days. It's been a long time. <laughs> In New York City, uh, because last time we took the kids there, we were there for less than 24 hours, and they said, this place seems really fun. Can we do it for longer next time? Well, of course. What'd you guys do? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the first thing we did, I've never done before, and I want to highly encourage you, if you ever find yourself in New York City, and even if you don't see a Broadway show, if there is a Broadway show that has somebody in it that you're curious about... You've got to stage door it. Do you know what that is? No, I have no clue. You mean like go stand by the stage door? Yes. Oh, okay. Why, it you is... get to see the people? Yes. Oh, cool. So I I mean, I sort of had heard about this, but I'd never tried it. And there is, you can research it. There's like a whole protocol and etiquette to it. But my daughter specifically was really excited because Gaten Matarazzo was um, in Dear Evan Hansen, which was at the... Uh, theater that was directly next door to our hotel. And we'd driven by it, a, not driven, we'd walked by it a couple times and I'd said, oh yeah, isn't Gaten Matarazzo from 
Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. He plays Dusty Buns, Dustin, in that um, show. Sure. I think he's in that show. And my daughter was like, he is. So I said, what if tonight after dinner, no, I said this knowing nothing, by the way, nothing. What if tonight after dinner, we do that thing where you stand outside the stage door and you, you know, hope to see them. And sometimes they'll come out the stage door and they'll look at the people who are behind all of the barricades and they'll sign autographs and maybe let you take a selfie. And I was like, I totally built this thing up. And so I researched it in the meantime, in between time. So that was like at noon, I came up with this idea. So then I had to hit up the Googs. Between then and the time that the show let out. So you have to know certain things, right? Like, what time does the show oh, start? Sure. And the and the start time is different depending on the day of the week. And then how long is the run time so that you're out there at the right time? And then how do you get there and get in the front so that you're really right where they can see you? Okay, so we do this whole thing. We get to the blockades where the whole family's there. We're like right up front. We're like, this is great. If he comes around and like shakes hands and takes signs autographs, we're going to be like ready for him because we're right up front. Bless his sweet little heart and soul. First of all, anybody who comes out the stage door, everybody applauds for because they're it might be a celebrity. Yeah, well, of course, you don't know. You don't know. So you, literally the guy, like the, the, the guy, the usher who that was the closest door for him to leave, he comes out, thunderous applause. Yeah. There are people across the street. Gosh, if people, I were an usher, I would just like randomly go out that door. Just like, for fun. Please. Just to have some love. Yeah. Gaten Matarazzo, he's the last one out. He walks out. There are people on either side of the stage door behind these barricades. There's people across the street. Everybody's waiting to get just an eyeful of him and hope that he's going to say hello. He walks out the door. He looks to one side, waves, looks to the other side, waves. And then goes back. And then gets in his car. Yeah. And we're like, (laughs) ah! We stood out there for an hour. It was fine. Yeah, but still, that's fine. a one of a kind. Like, you know, totally. you got to have the experience. It was, and he wasn't a jerk about it. He was very, like, he clearly had gratitude. But also, I don't know if you know this, there's a global pandemic happening. Yeah. So it's not like, I also kind of understood. Like, he's not going to probably. <laughs> like, I'm not touching people. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, but he gets in his car. And he, this doesn't, was, he wants to continue to do the show. Exactly. But here was the sweet moment. He gets in his car in his car, you know, New York traffic, like it kind of, it kind of just sort of inches along to try to merge into traffic and there's people everywhere. And my daughter starts blowing kisses directly to the window where we know he's sitting. He rolls down the window and blows a kiss. And it was very cute. cute. Oh my God, I bet that made her trip. Completely. We did not have a picture of that, but it was amazing. So that was night, like that was our first attempt. That's like a wonderful experience. Yeah, but then it got bested the next night. Oh, really? How? So my husband and I, were, we were walking, well, the whole family was walking home from dinner. My husband and I had stopped in front of the famous Sardis. Sardis, where they have the caricatures of all of the celebrities. Yeah. and it's where the celebrities and the movies and the shakers go. So I'm trying to explain Sardis to the kids. And I'm like, there's that, and then there's this, and like that person's this, you know, that's what all those pictures are. My husband comes over to me, interrupts pokes me on the shoulder and he goes that's Rachel Drash over there and I'm like oh my god from Saturday Night Live yes Saturday Night Live Rachel Drash 
Debbie Downer. But our favorite character she plays is this character named, there's Denise and Sully, and that's Zazu. That's the one where they're like big Red Sox fans, and it's her and Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my husband and I have always loved that sketch. So anyway, we kind of swoop in. She's standing like on so the this curb. This is inside the restaurant. No, outside the restaurant. Outside the restaurant. Okay. All right. You're also outside. outside the uh, the theater where she's on stage doing POTUS, which is an all star female hilarious cast, and she's one of the people. Well, she's out there all by herself. There's nobody around her. She's kind of like looking around, like somebody's supposed to pick her up, but they're not there yet. Oh God! And nobody's doing like nobody's really. Well, it's New York. This is not like a Hollywood. You know, experience right. where a celebrity is going to feel uncomfortable just sort of sitting outside. It's easy to blend in in New York. Um, but she's sort of looking around and nobody's really bothering her. So we did. So my husband and I swoop in and I'm like, can we just quick get a selfie with you? We'll be so fast. You know, she's like, sure. We kind of get around her. We take the picture. So the picture's what is out her there attitude, by the way? Like, it's like I'm in, I'm indulging you people. Kind or of. It's of sort way, of like, okay. Or, oh, kind hey. of like, okay. It's not like, you know, but I was like, we're, I was like, just really quick. We'll be so fast. You know, just would love a picture with you. Took the picture. But the best part happened next. My husband goes, Tommy, tell me you got that, which is a line from that sketch. Oh, yeah. From yeah. literally 20 years ago. Yeah. And she, her entire demeanor changed. And she looked around and looked at him and smiled and was like, yeah. And like they had like a moment. Well, because that you just proved that you were like real fans, not like the people who are like, famous person, get picture. Right. Well, and also, <laughs> I, I didn't even think of how great this was. It was like the most well placed punchline because that's the whole punchline in the sketch is that Tommy's the one that's behind the camera always taking yeah. the pictures. Yeah. So he's like, Tommy, tell me you got that. And she like connects. With, it was so sweet. Oh, that's adorable. Well, then I don't know if you caught this. My talk posted the picture and she replied to it. Oh, cool. What did she say? I did not see that. Tommy, tell me you got that. Oh, so she remembered us. That's adorable. Isn't that sweet? No, that it's always, it's always fun when you find celebrities who, you know, are kind mm. and willing to engage, unlike some who shall remain nameless. Thank you, Lawrence. What? Oh God! Sorry, well, that I feel sounds bad like an amazing. That sounds like an amazing trip. Honestly, it, it really was. And then I thought you'd really uh, find this fun and entertaining, Bradley. We did go to the only murders in the building. Oh yes, the Arconia. It's not really the Arconia. Right. Steve, uh, our good friend Steve Patterson was just there. God, I don't know, a week Last before week, you were. He was there. Literally the day before, two days before. Yeah. He sent me his video, which was super helpful. And we did, we went there. Now, I will tell you, we did not talk to the doorman, but there were people who came just as we were kind of walking away. Yeah. Who were there just to see the building. And the doorman did let them into the courtyard. Oh, that's awesome. So we wished we would have doubled back, but it also kind of didn't really matter. It was just fun to get a picture there. No, it's just, I mean, especially, you know, again, it's just fun when you love a show. I mean, to plan a trip around... Uh, it's not like you planned the trip around right. this, but to like create those moments, those are super special, especially when, you know, you just watched the entire series. I can imagine oh. that was a lot of fun. Well, and we actually were watching it while we were in New York. So that was kind of fun too, oh, right? Better. So even we were better. seeing some of the sights and you didn't see Martin Short or we, Steve Martin. We did not, but oh. we did see, Excuse me. <laughs> but we did see the woman who plays Selena Gomez's character's mom. Selena Gomez's characters. Oh, how did you uh, see her? She was on stage in the Broadway production of Hamilton. 
which we saw. Oh, connect the dots. La, I know. La, la, la. Which we what, saw is she, what does she play in that? She plays show. Angelica. Oh God, you guys did everything in New York. I, we had a real New York experience. Yeah. We went to Liberty Island. We rode the ferry. I mean, we did all the things. Did you break out into song and wear sailor outfits in Rockefeller Center? I really tried, but on. the kids got embarrassed, oddly. Oh. My daughter. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter did really her dream was to stop uh, in front of a taxi cab and yell hey i'm walking here but she never did that oh anywho we're back from the big apple it was an absolutely that sounds like a trip. perfectly delightful escape to new york not escape from new york like that well, old movie true. escape to new york true we did have a great time oh we went to grand central station i mean we literally packed it all in Good. and uh the thing that's so fabulous about new york is that every time you go back, you can have a fully different uh, experience oh, God, there. There's so much. There is so much to the, see and do. Here, I will say you did miss one thing, and Holly, quickly, if do we have access to this? The thing that she missed, um, you missed, you missed this. Okay, another Lori and Julia moment. Play that again, Holly, please. Another Lori and Julia moment. Wait for it. Excuse me. I was on the air. You missed Julia busting me with the loudest burp heard on my talk 1071. That really was louder than yours. Yeah, Yeah, that was a belch, not a burp. She she literally just let that out. And then they all came for Josh for turning her mic on as if... He's not supposed to do that. (laughs) Uh, It was delightful. I felt vindicated. I am no longer the loudest burper on my talk 107.1. And she did try to come at me like, well, you guys, you can burp the alphabet because Holly really can burp the alphabet. Holly's a champion. And I'm like, yeah, but so can you, apparently. So little known talent we discovered last week. Julia, professional Belcher. We're going to submit that to America's Got Talent. <laughs> That's going to be a Mercury you. Award winner. Bradley, I want to get that on some sort of a device <laughs> that whenever she yells at you for being gross, right, we'll just, you can just yeah. play that. You burp. don't have to say anything. Remember the burp. Just play it. Um, oh, boy. I really I, I did miss out then if I missed that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, let's find out what's actually happening in Hollywood. Holly's going to bring us all the dirt with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert. What's up, Howls? Somebody better get Chris Jenner a Gatorade because she was working overtime oh. this weekend. Uh. Woo! She a slow w- clap for that woman. Yes. Now, the reason. <laughs> What was Kris Jenner doing this weekend while she was putting out uh, press releases left and right? First, the announcement late Friday afternoon that after nine months of dating, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson have broken up. Aww. What was the what was the excuse there, House? Oh, well, you know, they're just two busy people with two busy schedules mm. and they just can't find the time to be together. Wow, that's so unique. Yeah, even Creative. though the day before people.com was reporting that Kim Kardashian couldn't wait for Pete Davidson to return from filming in Australia. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems like seems like some wires got crossed somewhere. Oh, you don't say. It's not mm. you, it's me. Mm-hmm. 
Nice try. It's not you, it's us. But you know, you you did say uh, she took some Gatorade because she was working overtime. But wait, there's more. Oh, yes. Let's go over to Sister Chloe Kardashian. It was announced. <laughs> Sister Chloe Kardashian makes it sound <laughs> like nun. she's joined yeah. the con. I would not put that beyond the I mean, really, realm anything. of possibility uh, for a later season. True. Okay, now that would be a plot twist. That would be yeah. welcome. I'm here I for that. I decided to be celibate and <laughs> give my life and marry the Lord. <laughs> well, now Khloe Kardashian welcomed her second child, maybe allegedly, supposedly over the weekend. Now, it was announced the arrival of this baby via surrogate that she has with her ex, Tristan Thompson. Interestingly, um, there's not really any date associated with it. No. Yeah, of course, yeah. because that happened. Hmm. Yeah. Probably, like, the kid's probably already in high school. Probably. <laughs> And has like a little like you know mustache above their lip that they don't want to shave because it means that they're you know cool. Is this the child that they bring in to try to save the? Oh series? yeah, this is. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember her name from Growing Pain. Yeah, Olivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like the uh, what's the one uh, from Olivia? That was Growing Pains. I think so. I thought Olivia was the or Cosby Chris, Show. Uh, Chris, Chris was Growing Pains. Remember, because it was named after the guy who uh, fixed the elevator. In the hospital? Nope. Okay. That's... Are you talking about uh, the girl? Her name was Chris? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember I'm pretty that. sure Chrissy Seaver. Oh, yeah. okay. Chrissy. Chrissy, I'm yeah. I was just like, but I did not remember the reason. I'm glad you did. Thank God you went deep. Oh, You're well, welcome. Not to be outdone by her big sister, Kylie Jenner, also uh, doing things on social media, sharing behind-the-scenes photos of her and her guy, Travis Scott, smooching backstage. Yeah. Great. I mean, we're going to uh-huh. have to have a lot of distractions and, so people don't ask questions. Yeah. Tra- Listen, they'll be trotting. When, if they bring Rob Kardashian out, then Oof. you know things yeah. have gotten dire. Like a new uh, soft drink line. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, Travis Scott is in Las Vegas uh, doing his residency called A Road to Utopia at the Resorts World <clears throat> Nightclub. Excuse me. So You get choked up. It's okay, Holly. I just, they just, work so hard. There's it's, just so much news, you know, and uh, <laughs> now we're getting exclusive details about how Kim Kardashian feels about Kanye West's Oh, oh my god, she's again. so emotional. Antics, <laughs> as Page Six calls them, after Pete Davidson's split. Oh, okay, yeah. so what were his antics? Well, because Kanye West mourned the end of the relationship by posting a fake death, a skeet Davidson dead at age oh, 28. Okay. You know, <laughs> recalling back to that video yep. that he produced of a, um, a zombie claymation Pete Davidson. Well, now, damage control, again, Chris Jenner, working hard, giving the exclusive details to Page Six saying that Kim Kardashian is livid over this. Oh, great distraction. Yeah, because she believes that Kanye West is back to his, quote, old ways. Oh, like he ever left. Yeah, right. Those are just his ways, period. Yeah, that's true. Not old. Just, Current. Just ways. Yeah. Now, the source adding that Kim and Kanye have been in such a positive co-parenting space and with communication lately. And she was even happy to support Yeezy and do the Yeezy shoot and post for him. That was last week, Colleen. You missed that Kim Kardashian and her kids were taking pictures of themselves wearing Yeezy sunglasses. Oh. Yeah, it was yeah. very adorable. Okay. Yeah, it was very adorable. Now, if you're to believe the blind items about that, though. Well, is it because she gets a cut? Well, exactly. The blind items. Yeah, say I mean, the celebrity gossip is that Kim Kardashian has an ownership stake in the Yeezy brand, so much so it behooves her to take those yeah, selfies not, and put them not on a Instagram. Shocker. 
Always follow the money. Right, Holly? Yes, exactly. So, uh, Kris Jenner, I hope that you get a nap in today. Yeah, she's going to be taking a nice little trip with Corey. Hmm. Oh, yes. They're going to go to um, where are they going to go? They like to go to the Italian Riviera. Yes. They like to do a little light shopping, maybe grab some lunch. (laughs) And maybe they'll even splurge on getting some fresh gelato. Ooh, I would like some fresh gelato. I mean... It would be really nice. We can all fantasize. And finally, Teresa Judice got married over the weekend. Uh, you will be able to watch that wedding spectacular, which happened in no. New Jersey, naturally, on an upcoming Bravo special. Great. Great. That'll be sure not a a fun. Audience up there for that. Great. So, congrats to those crazy Whoa. kids. Holly, thank you for that uh, robust update. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us some pop culture mysteries to solve. Boy, have I missed the blind items. We're going to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, we've got some pop culture mysteries to solve right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, when we solve these mysteries, we uh, do a little thing called Blinded by the Item. Oh, hold on a second. Here we go. Blinded by the Item. Starting off the week with some hot and fresh celebrity gossip mysteries like this one. For the first time in forever. This pint-sized A-list actor is in the country for personal business rather than professional, which have been very limited, too. There is talk that a certain family member, before she starts school in a couple of weeks, is set to visit him. (gasps) Dun-dun-dun. Tom Cruise? And Surrey Cruise. Also, I have some proof. Go ahead, please. So in the first time in forever, Tom Cruise is in the United States for personal business rather than professional, which, quite frankly, NT Lawyer says that's very limited to these days. Now, there's talk that Surrey Cruz, his daughter, before she starts school in a couple of weeks, is set to have a visit with Dad. Really? Interesting. Oh. Well, I can tell you that he's in the country, and I can tell you uh, he arrived in the country actually this weekend, and I can tell you that he arrived from Ireland. Stopped off in Bangor, Maine, probably to refuel before heading to Fort Lauderdale, where he uh, is currently located, or at least that's where his private jet is located. Look at you. It's a 2004 Bombardier BD-100 Challenger 300, owned by Pete Mitchell Aviation, LLC. Okay, that's interesting, by the way, because Pete Mitchell is... Uh, Paul Mitchell's brother. No. I don't know who's Pete Mitchell. That is his character's name in... Come on. Top Gun. Oh, that's his actual name. His call sign is Maverick, but his actual name is Captain Pete Mitchell. Okay, well that makes sense then. Why so Pete is- Mitchell Aviation LLC is the company that owns or has the the his uh, private jet registry. Look at that. Look at us knowing things. Look at us. You heard it here, folks. So he's not even like, okay, so I will tell you this really quickly about my trip in New York. I was desperately trying to hunt down where Katie Holmes lives. Oh, and? I, it's, but she's not even there, so it doesn't matter. Because obviously she's got to be somewhere in like 
Fort Lauderdale, probably, right? Because that's where he is. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe he's going to like head True. up to New York and see her. I don't know. True. I mean, Florida, um, I assume, is because that's where his, you know, he lives in Clearwater, which I'm assuming is not far from Fort Lauderdale. Sure, that makes sense. In any case, I, I found roughly where she lives, but we weren't anywhere near it. But I did have a second where I thought I should have gone to Emilio Vitolo Jr.'s restaurant. Oh, that would have been hilarious. Oh. Right? But I didn't go. So sorry. But next time, next time. Well, Katie Holmes has moved on from Emilio Vitolo Jr. She's got bigger fish to fry. That's right. She's currently dating a musician. Mm -hmm. Let's solve this celebrity gossip mystery. The former spouse of the permanent A-list singer, in quotation marks, Uh still doesn't have enough money saved to last a lifetime Mm -hmm. and only has a little over two years left to set him up forever. Look for him to sell his story to a streamer for one big final payday in the millions. K-Fed. Sam. Has, oh, oh, yeah, K-Fed. Or wait. Mr. Yes. Popazow. Yes. Oh, yeah, because that then there and explains the interview. Got it. So, the, okay, so fill in the blank and then stuff. Yeah, so Kevin Federline, Britney Spears' ex-husband, doesn't have enough money saved to last a lifetime. Well, he has a little over two years left to set him up forever, meaning all those child support payments that he gets. Now look for Mm. Kevin Federline to sell his story to a streamer for one big final payday, which Enti Lawyer says could be in the millions. Okay, so here's the thing, and we're going to talk a little bit later in the show, uh, I think actually at the top of the next hour, about this interview that Kevin Federline did with the Daily Mail, and then, of course, Sam Asgari and Britney Spears' response to that mm-hmm. interview. But I've done some I've done some weird deep dives. And the thing I think I've I'm resting on is that Kevin Federline is in that awkward space right now where he's trying to figure out how to hedge his bets properly to try to continue the gravy train in some way, shape, or form. Sure. Because he's aware that he's uh, he's a couple of years from aging out of getting those child support payments yep. that he's gone back to court for umpty foo times to get, um, you know, raised from Britney Spears. And he's talking and he is saying some stuff and it is hard to figure out what the math is that's going on in his head. But he clearly is trying to figure out how to ride this thing a little bit farther. Well, I mean, and he's got, you know, once once the kids aren't collecting a check, he's got stuff he can cash in on. Exactly. Which would be whether it's, you know, talking to a tabloid, a network, or writing a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, that is one thing you missed this uh, last week, that her book is allegedly done. Oh! And we were supposed to get it in January, but... There's a paper shortage. Oh. Oh, I, can I get a Kindle exclusive? Right. Thank we were you. like, uh, I, I don't think you need paper anymore, Mm-mm. but apparently you do. <gasps> Until we can re- read Britney Spears' memoir, we're just going to have to solve more mysteries like Okay, this we will do that, because that takes zero paper. That's right. This A-plus-slash-A-list mostly movie actor is filming a new movie. And his recent fillers and Botox has really screwed up his look. Oh, no. Somebody's, uh, wait, how did you describe him? A-list? A-plus slash A-list, mostly movie actor. He's filming a new movie right now. And according to NT Lawyer, his recent fillers and Botox have really screwed up his look. Now, oh, no. we have seen this person out and about. 
Are they in something right now? Well, they're making something. But are they... I know they're making something right now, but are they? have they recently released something as well? No. So it's not like a Brad Pitt? No, it's not okay. a Brad Pitt. No. Okay. Is it like a Tom Hanks? Uh, nah. Is it a George Clooney? Nah. Okay. But so that level, because it's A plus list. Have, have we talked about them filming something? I think we've mentioned it once or twice. This is one of those productions, Colleen, that is filming in New York City ah. and we see this person out and about in character. We've also seen this person casually kicking back without makeup. Oh, huh. so and they need makeup. Yes, they need prosthetics, I think, to film this role. And what Auntie oh. Lawyer is saying oh. is maybe it's like, all your Botox is oh, messing with the prosthetics, okay. honey. Okay, formerly a plus list, not anymore? No, they still are. Oh, mm-hmm. so it's not like Brendan Fraser? No. Okay. Huh. Okay, they need prosthetics. Yeah. To play it's a character role then. Yeah, it's a they're playing a real person. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh real person. Oh gosh, what is that? Who's somebody's playing a real person? Um is it a period piece? Yes. Um, yeah, it's it's uh Bradley Cooper. It is. Who's he what's he doing? Leonard Bernstein? Ah, yes. Okay. In the new movie, Oof. Maestro, but Oof. what NT Lawyer is saying is, ooh, Bradley Cooper's new fillers and Botox situation is screwing up his look. Perhaps there might be some continuity issues Oof. on the set of Maestro. No, they can do that in post-production. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if we can make old people look younger and young people look older, we can certainly make Bradley Cooper look like himself. One or, or Leonard Bernstein, whatever. Yeah. Um Oh my gosh, can I, this is slightly off topic, but totally still on topic because it has to do with fillers. Did you see that commercial that Zac Efron did for Kodiak Cakes? Uh, I mean, I I think I've seen like stills okay. from like Daily Mail articles, but no, I haven't watched the so actual commercial. I watched the actual commercial. He co-stars in it with a bear. And oh. speaking of fillers, I, Bradley, oh. I want to send him I, uh, something to yeah, just say we struggles. We, you with, were beautiful before, I, and there's some stop. either bad advice or some body image issues oh, going man. on. You're beautiful. Uh, he was so beautiful before, and now it's like he's just he's kissing, not looking like himself anymore. Okay, you that's, know what I mean. That's frustrating. Okay, that's all. Thank you. Okay, but Let's he gets to be in a commercial with a cute bear. I know yeah, that's true. Make millions. That's yeah. a fact. That yeah. is a fact. Although I don't think that he's actually with the bear in the commercial. Holly, don't Hollywood magic. Don't pull the curtain back too far, Hollis. Uh, we have to go back and correct the record on a blind item that we guessed incorrectly. Oh, fun. Okay, fun. Recall this. I don't know, Colleen. Maybe you were here. Maybe you were not. It's uh, it's up in there at this point. Time. This actor, director, producer's A-list. Two things. No, he didn't discover this foreign-born A-list actor. Second, someone should ask him about the team of writers he employs to write scripts and then... He throws his own name on it and kicks everyone else off the credits. Oh, wow. Okay, I was not here for that. I remember this. I don't remember who he said, though. We said it was Jordan Peele. Oh, that's right. And Daniel Kaluuya. Wrong. wrong. Okay. We were wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's but it so it's not. So it's not. Somebody said they discovered somebody. Uh, they didn't. No. Also, they like to pretend they wrote things. Yes. Matt Damon. No. no. Ben Affleck. No. <laughs> I will give you a hint about this person. They are probably, arguably, one of the most successful people in entertainment right now. They have their own movie studio. Tom Hanks. 
No, it like physical uh, movie studio. Uh, okay. Physical. What do you mean physical like movie studio? Sound stages. It's not in Hollywood, but they have a, they own like an old school movie studio and oh. they make a lot of content on it. Oh, very popular. Stage, screen, known for his philanthropic oh, yeah. work. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, Tyler Perry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he says he discovered Idris Elba, but that is not true. Oh. Interesting. Okay, fill that in. Yeah, so Tyler Perry didn't discover Idris Elba, and NT Lawyer wants to throw in that somebody should ask Tyler Perry about the team of writers he employs and to write scripts, and then he puts his name on it, and then Oof. he takes everyone else off the credit. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, that's not good. But you know, it's not like, I'm. are we surprised by it? He pumps out more stuff than there is time to pump out. You know what I mean? I just can't. It, uh, that all I'm saying is that smells right. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we'll hear more about that if that is indeed the case, because that involves other people and their work, and one would imagine at a certain point they might share that. True dat. Well, thank you, Holly, for those delicious, delicious blind items. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, this was a story that broke wide open on, I think it was Friday night, Friday late, uh, the story of Anne Hache. Oh, yeah. Well, Bradley. Right after the show, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was afternoon for me, probably after the show for you guys. And Bradley's got all the details that we know at this point. And Boy, is it a strange story. We'll talk about it when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And uh, oh, on Friday evening, I don't know about you guys, but my phone blew up with this story about Anne Hache and a car accident. And Bradley, you've got what details we know. Yeah, it's terrifying. And uh, if you missed the story, very likely you saw some headlines about Anne Heche being involved in a crash. Uh, there was a fire. A woman's house was uh, burnt down. Like, you might not know those details, but like a woman's house actually burnt down and the woman is fine. But she lost everything. All because Anne Heche ended up crashing into her home. Now, the whole story is kind of um, a roller coaster. I can tell you that, you know, let's just start at the very beginning, which is that Anne Hache, or I should say not at the very beginning, but let's start with what where we are at today. Anne Hache is in the hospital. This is after she crashed her vehicle into a home on Friday in L.A., and uh, she had to literally be pulled from the burning wreck of the vehicle and the home. She is in stable condition. That's according to a friend who was talking to the Associated Press over the weekend. And hey, she's 53. Her family and friends have, quote, asked for well wishes and to respect her privacy during this difficult time. Now, there, the thing that got strange about the story or like the the odd parts of the story involve... Um, you know, th- there was some video of her um, showing uh, a damage, like her vehicle, it was a Mini Cooper, uh, being towed as firefighters put a woman in an ambulance. Like at at a certain point, they didn't identify that it was Anne Hache, but like there was this, you know, previous moment where people saw that she had gotten into an accident and then like sped off. And then shortly thereafter, that's when she crashes into right. this home. So it was clear that there was something going on. 
Um, she literally drove into a two-story home, which caused a structural compromise to the actual home, which then erupted into, uh, you know, into flames. 59 firefighters, 59 firefighters had to respond. It took them 60, so over an hour to put out the fire. They did rescue and from the vehicle, uh, ultimately, there are no injuries connected to that crash other than Anne Heche. Um, but the woman whose home uh, is, you know, she was obviously terribly, terribly affected by this story. And what's very fascinating is um, we don't know. So we don't know what caused it because I know that's going to be your question. Like what happened? Right. Right. Well, I mean, and a lot of people have a lot of opinions and there were some questions about um, whether or not they were able to collect a blood sample to check her blood alcohol level. And apparently they did have to obtain a warrant in order to test her blood to determine whether or not she was under uh, the influence of alcohol or drugs at the time of the crash. And those results are going to take weeks. Um and that's all according to TMZ, uh, that they were able to apparently collect a blood sample at some point. But so, like you said, there's a lot of questions about what kind of state of mind she was in or what kind of physical state she was in at the time. And literally a day before the crash, she had talked about, or a day or two before the crash, she had uh, been on this podcast talking about a really bad Uh, or just a a series of bad days of late in her life. Mm. And when you read now, I guess they removed um, some streaming services, removed the episode of this podcast, but it's still available on the website. It's this podcast called, um, Oh, who was it? Some better together podcast. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, somebody named Duffy. I don't know who that person is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anne Heche was a guest on this podcast, um, like literally days before this all goes down and is talking about like her no good, very bad, terrible day. I mean, I think she literally said words to those effects. Yes. I don't know what happened. She said some days uh, just suck. And I don't know if you ever have them. Some days are those no good, very bad days. And I don't know why some days just end up like this and things don't really rock me like that. Well, Later, at some point, literally, she and the host of this podcast talk about how they're drinking during the podcast. They, Oof. quote, each have a bottle of vodka in front of them. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, it's clear. I mean, I'm not saying the two are connected, per se, but, like, it's clear that there was something going on with Anne sure. Heche prior to this incident. Um, we obviously Can I quickly just say that um, that the Better Together is her pot. Anne Heche is one of the co-hosts okay. of that podcast with Heather Duffy. That's okay. uh, that is the other her co-host that so, we're talking so about. It's clear that there's something going on with Anne Heche mm-hmm. or there was prior to this incident. And I don't think it's you know beyond the realm of possibility to believe that she was in a rough spot. But that doesn't certainly explain like how this incident all went down. And I imagine yeah. that a certain amount of time is going to pass um, before we get all of the details. What I will say is, as I was looking through this story, um, Alec Baldwin chimes in and I'm just like, you know, Maybe he no. Maybe you don't need. He talks about his old pal. She's an amazingly talented woman. He calls her brave. All these things are very well true. I'm sure. Um, but I'm like this lady whose house that she crashed into for whatever reason, whether it's you know an accident, a horrible health uh, emergency, whatever. 
right? Like there's a woman whose house was literally destroyed by this car crashing into her home through no fault of her own. And her name is Lynn Michelle. And they actually started a GoFundMe for her, um, you know, to try to, even though she survived the accident with no injuries, uh, put her life back together. Um, She has dogs and a turtle. Luckily, they were fine. But uh, neighbors literally had to like pull her out of this burning home which again no fault of her own she's just sitting there in her own home and suddenly you know Anne Hache's fiery inferno car and herself are in you know crashing into her home and have now left her without you know shelter so um, what I will say is if you're interested in the GoFundMe um, some friends have set it up for her they've already raised about 70,000 of the 100,000 that she needs um, and you can see a picture of her cute little dogies. Her sweet little pup pups. Yeah. Oh, that's just awful. Um, like you said, I'm sh- there's much more to be revealed and probably we'll get dribs and drabs as the days pass. But what a... See, didn't see Terrible. that coming. I know. And, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to get the Cobra gang together when it comes to this Kevin Federline interview. So we're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Mm-hmm.